Thank you, Maurice. Now, on the topic of redemptive business, we're now going to chat to Philippa Gerd, who's passionate about redeeming employment practices, especially for women. Now, Philippa is the founder and CEO of Recruit My Mom, which is an award-winning, women-focused recruitment agency that understands the need for work-life integration and flexibility. That I know much about. So, good afternoon, Philippa, and welcome. Thank you, Nyori. It's lovely to be here. So I have a question for you, and would you mind just telling us a little bit about your story? I mean, where did you start and why recruit my mom? So um, my passion for women, I think I could probably explain by the fact that I grew up in a what I call a bit of a golden era. Mm -hmm. I grew up in South Africa, very privileged. Mm -hmm. I saw hope through a transition in our country that didn't result in civil war. Mm -hmm. And so I was also um, the first woman, uh, well, the first person in my family to go to university. And wow. so I never really saw barriers mm. around me. But as I grew in um, being involved in business and in my church and in, in, in society around me, I think I consciously became available, you know, aware of ceilings that were around women. Mm. Um, there were patriarchal systems around me that I didn't understand because I'd grown up thinking that everything was possible, yeah. you know, having been in South Africa and seen what we've mm. seen in South Africa. And I think that began to shape my passion for women. I was always involved in women's groups and, and in ministry particularly. And I remember a, a moment that I look back on recently, which was when I was working for Procter & Gamble overseas. We were at a dinner and I was asked, if you could be anything, what would you be? And at the time I was working as a marketer at Procter & Gamble and I said, I would be a motivational speaker for women. Wow. And it just shows that God actually listens to all our words. And that really, I think God began to place something in my heart yeah. for women and for women empowerment. Mm, mm. That is really, really absolutely amazing, you know. Um, I think it's so much needed and, you know, and then so you started Recruit My Mom and Recruit a Graduate. And could you tell us a bit more about why you established these two entities? Sure. So Recruit My Mom uh, came about, um, I, I've had, uh, I think I'm entrepreneurial. I think, mm -hmm. I think that's the way God wired me. And so um, Recruit My Mom was my third business, but it it was birthed at a time where um, I was between work and I had spent a lot of time in prayer. And I felt like God had given me the idea mm. of helping women. And it happened at a moment in a parking lot, actually, at my children's school, is I was standing talking to a woman who um, had worked internationally and she was raising her children. And she knew that I was doing some marketing consulting at the time. And she said to me, I wish I could find work that was more flexible mm. and the recruitment agencies just won't take me seriously. And when I heard what she'd done and what she, you know, her skills, yeah. I, was, I was moved by the fact that our country was in desperate need of great skills and having consulted, I knew that businesses needed these great yeah. skills and yet the recruitment agencies at the time weren't, you know, taking them seriously. Mm -hmm. And so my heart was, well, how can I help these women and how can I help our nation access these incredible skills? And so that's actually what started Recruit My Mom. Mm. Um, and then um, 2019, I was listening to a speech by Sora Ramaphosa about the plight of the youth. And my heart was desperately moved to what was happening. And as a business owner, I have a deep concern that in future we 
may not have the youth trained mm -hmm. or skills that we need in order for our businesses to flourish. And so I felt I wanted to be part of the solution yeah. um, in our nation. And so that's what, how these two ideas came about. <laughs> wow, a solutionary and a mom, that's amazing. So, I mean, as you said, you're an award-winning entrepreneur, you're a mother, a Christ follower, and how has all of this overlap shaped your calling? I mean, how, yeah. So the way I see it is that um, I am a mom, I am an entrepreneur, I'm a wife, I'm a mm. sister, mm. I'm a, a daughter, yeah. um, I'm a member of a church, you know, so, and I, I believe that the way we often see ourselves is as silos. Yeah. But I think I, the way I believe God sees us is as multifaceted diamonds. And only when we embrace all the facets mm. of the diamond that God has created us to be, do we truly reflect mm. who he is in us? Mm. And it's not always easy, you know. Mm. I mean, you know, it, it is a challenge. But, but that's who God has created me to be. I, I am Philippa, all those people. Yes. But at the end of the day, I am one because mm. that's how Christ mm. has created me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's so beautiful. And I, I really love that analogy that you've given of a diamond and the different facets of it. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, one of the biggest challenges and questions I've always had, and I always ask women like you is, how do you do it all? <laughs> I mean, how do you do it? <laughs> um, there's no easy answers. <laughs> um, I have a, uh, first of all, I have a very, very supportive husband. Um, I think that's the bottom line. Everybody who, yeah. who's in my position <laughs> needs a supportive husband. Um, it hasn't been easy, mm. Nuri. Um, I, I do vividly remember a talk that I attended once um, by the woman who started a very successful spa organization in New York. And uh, she said, um, bottom line is women can't have it all. Hmm. Something's got to give. Sure. And when I started my businesses, um, I said to the Lord, um, if these businesses come between me and the family, I'll give up the businesses. Mm. And so I've always prioritized the important mm. things. And, and the important things for me have been um, my walk with God, my marriage and my children, mm. and then the family, and then mm. the work fits around mm. that. Um, I'm not sure they would agree that <laughs> <laughs> it's in that order, um, but um, that's what I try to do. And I certainly yeah. do try and prioritize their needs as well. But it's, it's about... Um, employing the right people around you yeah. who can do the work you don't have to do. Yeah. And I've had to let a lot go mm. so that I can let others come in and help me. Mm. Um, and that's been, um, that's been really good yeah. um, because you can't do it all. You absolutely can't. True, true. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. And in all of this, with all these hats that you wear and all these roles that you play, I mean, what has been your biggest challenge? You know, I mean, what, yeah. So I think for me personally, um, just putting the spiritual side, uh, I'll come to a spiritual challenge, mm. but I just, for me personally, I think um, being um, a woman, entrepreneur, Christian, mother, <laughs> um, has sometimes been a very lonely road. Mm. Um, and I've been very grateful that God has answered a deep heart cry of mine to bring other Christian business women and men across my path who've supported me in this journey. So I think that's been one of my personal challenges mm. is, is just um, finding like-minded yeah. people who understand yeah. me and understand my purpose and my mm. calling. From a spiritual point of view, the biggest challenge for me is um, 
you know, the, the scripture that says, unless the Lord builds the house, they mm. labor in vain. Mm. Mm. He's constantly going before the Lord and saying, Lord, are you still building this house? Yes. Or yeah. am I building in vain? And mm. my worst nightmare would be that I stand before the Lord one day and I don't hear the words, yeah. my good and faithful oh. servant. Mm. Um, and he says, what have you spent your time on? And I was like, well, this is what I did. Mm. So I think that, that sometimes that self-doubt can creep in. Yep. Um, but I go back to that moment in prayer where I really felt like God had given me a mandate to go and empower. Mm. And the stories I have mm. from um, Recruit My Mom and Recruit a Graduate, but particularly mm. Recruit My Mom are amazing. You know, I mean, Nyari, I don't know if you know that 40% of women in this country are single moms. Sure. 60% uh, of children in, this, in, in our country grow up without fathers. Sure. So you can see the economic burden that a lot of women carry in yeah. our country yeah. and to be a part of that um, yeah. and to be hearing yeah. amazing stories of what mm. we're doing is, is incredible. Mm. Um, but mm. at the end of the day, I need to know that mm. God's hand is in it mm. and, and mm. God is, is mm. very much a part of what mm. I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, that is so true. And I think, you know, redeeming that father heart of God, you know, into our society through giving the dignity of work is, is really, really so key. Absolutely. And that's why it's amazing that you're doing that. Um, so you've, you started in 2012 and you've seen, I'm sure, a lot of change in your industry. And what has been redeemed from the time that you've been there? I mean, have you seen any changes that you're happy to, to report on or what, is your, what are your thoughts about yeah. anything? Um, okay, so we've seen a lot of change, which is just amazing. I mean, 2012, mm. um, there were no um, real recruitment platforms yeah. um, and now I mean there's so many of them um, remote working was almost unheard of mm. we were doing a massive education job in mm. the country around mm. flexible working remote working um, we do do in office placements mm. of course we do but we were trying to get employers to think of alternative ways of, mm. of retaining women in the workplace mm. and attracting women mm. back into the workplace by allowing them a little bit more integration mm. in work um, so I've s we've seen a massive shift yeah. in employer thinking yeah. around remote working. And, and COVID, for all its devastation and havoc, <laughs> did an instant education <laughs> job with employers <laughs> to say, guess what, guys? Yeah. People can work remotely yeah. and they can yeah. be productive. Yeah. And so um, in our industry, we, we've now moved less from an educating around flexible ways of working and remote working towards um, now facilitating employers on, okay, how do you mm. get the best staff to mm. do that? And what does that mean? Mm. And how do we help you transition mm. better into mm. that way of mm. working? So we've seen that. Um, on the youth and graduate side, we've got a long way to go in our country. Yeah. Um, it's good to see that so many people are trying to pull towards mm. making a difference for our youth. Um, but I do believe we, we've got a long way to go in our country. But um, in terms of women economic empowerment and um, changes in the way people are working, I think we've seen a significant mm. um, change. And, you know, we've got 110,000 women on our database, sure. which just shows you how many women sure. there are out there that are wanting to be economically active, mm. wanting to participate in mm. our economy and give back as mm. well. Um, so it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, Philippa, thank you so much for chatting with us. But from one woman to another, thank you for being an example, for showing us that actually we can do it. And I think, you know, it's really so important for women like me who aspire to be something else to see that actually she's done it. So if God can do it through you, certainly he can do it through me. So oh. thank you so much again. Thank you, Nyari. Girl, I think God places us where we need to shine. So you'll shine wherever <laughs> you need to shine. But thank you. Yeah, cool. Cool. Thank you.